You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, a mama, and nan of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal, where we help high-achieving businesswomen like yourself up-level their business and life by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocate through providing impactful and valuable women's wellness content and coaching programs so that they can feel empowered and informed when making health decisions for their own bodies, thus showing them how their health is their greatest ROI for their business and life in a non-judgmental and not too sciencey way. All right, ladies. Well, welcome back to this week's episode. And yes, I have not been here for a couple weeks just because I had to take a little time off. I had a lot going on in my life. You know that I've been moving my mama and um, she had to be out by September 30th. And we got everything out of that apartment by six o'clock on September 30th. Yay. So it was kind of, you know, awesome and kind of, you know, sad at the same time, you know, seeing her apartment all empty and everything too. And then that following weekend, we had an estate sale and um, tried to sell and get, you know, give and get rid of some of her stuff and give it to new people's homes. So it was good. And then whatever we didn't sell, I packed up my car to the rim and took it down to the Goodwill and donated it for some other people to get some use out of. So it's been crazy busy. And I have just been honestly, I just needed to take some time off. I've been really, really stressed. And, you know, like I talked to you, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of regroup. Sometimes you just have to take a step back and give yourself that space and, you know, reevaluate. And sometimes you just can't bring your best when you're under those kind of conditions and you're just feeling that way in your gut and in your soul. So just been taking some downtime and, you know, I don't, I'm not the only one. It's funny because my friends and I, you know, we've been talking that we've been getting a lot of emails from other people. One lady is shutting down her business completely. I mean, just shutting it down and revamping, taking some time off. And just, she was talking about her story and about some things that happened. Another lady that podcast that we listened to, she's taken a hiatus from her podcast until January, taking three months off. Another guy that I listened to on a podcast, he just came back from a two-month podcast sabbatical, so to speak, taking some time off because I think everybody is feeling this this intense thing that's going on in the world right now, okay? And everybody can feel it. You can feel it at the gas pumps. You can feel it at the grocery store. Everything has gone up. Inflation is hitting everybody. Times are tough and people are just feeling very, very ill at ease. And so, you know, it's important that we keep talking about you know, our brains and about brain health and about mental health as well as physical health, because our mental health ladies really does shape a lot of how we feel inside. Because I can honestly tell you that when I have been stressed out these past couple weeks, I feel it in my gut. I've had some bowel issues. I felt like, um, like I had an ulcer, so to speak, and I had to start taking more probiotics and really just starting to evaluate because I feel it. I feel it in my gut because I've talked to you before that your gut is like your second brain. So you're going to feel it in there, you know, and sometimes you just have different things. Sometimes you can have constipation. Sometimes you can have diarrhea. Sometimes you just can have nausea. Sometimes you can have vomiting and you could just have this ill sense. And I was just feeling all those things in my gut. And I just didn't eat for a couple days just because I was feeling really tense in there. So when I get like that, I just know that I have to kind of back off and really up my game on looking at myself and taking care of myself. And sometimes it means 
taking a break from the podcast. Sometimes it means taking a break from our newsletter, you know, and just being okay with that. And I think that, you know, people like and want to see our humanistic side. You know, we're not robots. We're not, you know, machines. We are people, people with a heart and with a soul. And we have feelings and things that go on in our life. Just, you know, kind of make those things kind of go up and down at different times. And sometimes we can't even control them. So with that said, thank you for, you know, giving me a little space and grace over this past couple of weeks. And, um, you know, here we are again today. So we're going to talk about brain health and why brain health matters at every age and what you can do at these different stages to really, you know, give yourself some more, um, an edge or give yourself some more support in helping your brain health. Okay. Because ladies look at your brain is this three pound organ that is, in the, that is the hub of how we think, feel, and move. Our brains, ladies, are responsible. They're responsible for regulating the body and its various functions. The brain is divided into two hemispheres, right and left, and you've got four lobes, okay? It's, it used to be thought that each lobe was responsible for specific functions, but now we know that through the lobes, they do primarily functions of the work independently of each other. So they each have their special things that they do and they kind of work independently of other. Brain health matters from conception through the end of life. Our brains rely on healthy foods, oxygen, exercise, and mental stimulation to be at their best, ladies, at, our, at their best. So making great health choices for yourself and your family can help not only keep your brain strong, but it can also keep their brain strong. And we definitely want to do that too. So... Your brain begins to develop at three weeks of gestation. So if you're pregnant, ladies, know that your developing baby's brain starts to develop at three weeks gestation. Pregnant women are encouraged, and I encourage you to take prenatal vitamins and eat eggs and fish, which contain choline. Choline is said to help improve learning in infants and toddlers and supports the structure of brain cells during cognitive development. Okay, so then we move on into childhood. So the key ladies there is to build a strong brain during childhood is engagement. So reading to your children, playing with them and encouraging them to explore their worlds increases their capacity for learning. Also eating healthy foods for them like fish and eggs, oatmeal, and a colorful variety of fruits and veggies helps your children nourish their brains 100%. So Play also increases blood flow to the brain, which makes the brain grow and function much better. So get your kids engaged in play and imagination and get them off the devices, get them up and active and not sitting day down all day looking at a screen. Okay. We have come to, we've come so far that we just want to put a screen in front of everybody's face 24 seven. And yes, it's not very good for adults, but it can be even more detrimental for our children. Okay. So now let's move into adulthood. How do we build a stronger brain during adulthood? First of all, ladies, maintaining a strong brain is important as you are entering adulthood and well into your later years. So eating well, exercising, and stimulating the brain matters. So a Mediterranean diet is great for brain health as well as cardio exercise. Remember, ladies, that your brain is an organ, but it functions a lot like a muscle, meaning if you don't use it, you are going to lose it. Keep the brain active helps prevent mental decline in your later years. Okay. So now let's look at 
what happens is as we age and we do get into those retirement years. So as we age, ladies, we are more at risk for mental decline, such as Alzheimer's, like I have with my mom. Thankfully, we can maintain brain health by staying active physically and mentally. A healthy diet that is low in saturated fat and high in omega-3 fatty acids and vegetables is ideal for an aging brain. Staying social is also very important as being isolated can increase the risk for mental decline. So you see, social interaction for older people, play for kids, stimulation for our brains during adulthood, all of this stuff is all incorporated around being active and getting out there and being around people and using our imagination and constantly learning. Okay. So here's the things, ladies, you want to keep your brains healthy as you are going through each stage of your life. There are different things. And the more stress that you have in your life at, diff at particular different stages, you want to increase the things that you are doing. Okay. So if you have a very stressful job, you might want to increase your sleep. You may want to look at having better nutrition. You may want to look at exercising a little bit more frequently to burn off some of that stress. You may want to look at more ways that you can protect yourself from oxidative stress in the brain, which can lead to Alzheimer's. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Okay. So next I want to talk to you about top foods that build strong brains. Okay. Because one of the easiest ways, ladies, to build a stronger brain is to choose foods that promote brain health. There is a wide variety of foods that build stronger brains, which makes it easy to find foods that you and your family will enjoy. Okay, so first of all, omega-3 fatty acids are important. When it comes to brain health, ladies, omega-3 fatty acids are key. A large portion of the brain is made up of fat, which is essential for nerve development, learning, and memory. Foods like fatty fish are an excellent source of omega-3s, including salmon, trout, and sardines in your diet. Include those. There's an excellent way to get omega-3 fatty acids. And if not, then get an omega-3 fatty acid supplement. Get it in. Other things that provide fatty acids are walnuts and flax seeds and chai seeds. These are also other excellent sources for you to tackle and try to get into your diet. Deep colored berries are anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, which is ideal for brain health. The properties in deep colored berries can prevent the buildup of oxidative stress in the brain, which can lead to mental decline, which I just talked about earlier. Okay. Also, turmeric is a bright yellow spice that has an immense effect on the brain. Turmeric may benefit memory. It may help ease depression and it can help with brain cell development. Turmeric is an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant and has an active ingredient called curcumin that can cross the blood-brain barrier and reach the brain directly and benefit the cells, okay? So I also mentioned earlier about a Mediterranean diet, okay? So there are many diets out there, ladies, and each one of them has good and bad things to them. And a lot of people, you know, the main thing that they look at for a diet is, to, is for weight loss, okay, or muscle gain. But also look at the foods that you eat far beyond just weight loss or weight gain. Look at what health it's going to do for your body, especially for your brain. Okay. And the reason the Mediterranean diet is really good is because it's high in grains and vegetables and olive oil, and it uses fish and nuts and seeds and grains. Okay. And it really talks to you about eliminating foods that contain salt, fat, and sugar. Sugar is a big, big no-no for the brain. Sugar will deplete your energy, it aids in oxidative stress, it increases inflammation, 
and you should just really try to cut your sugar content down a lot. And I gave you in a couple episodes, we talked about blood sugar and we talked about it in relationship to your hormones. Okay. So see, not only does sugar play a factor for your brain, but it also plays havoc on your hormones. So if you can try to cut it out. Okay. Next, I want to talk to you about a strong body, a strong brain, the mind body connection. Okay. Because a lot of people think like when I mentioned earlier that our physical health and our mental health are two separate things and they are not, they are very much connected. Our brains are the command center for our bodies and our bodies can't operate as if they were designed without a proper functioning and strong brain. Our bodies and our brains are interdependent and building a strong mind body connection is essential. Putting a focus on the mind without considering the body is a huge mistake. In the same way, working on your physical health without stimulating the mind leaves half the benefits on the table. So you're leaving, like they say, money on the table, okay? When you're not looking at connecting the two. So the stronger our bodies, ladies, the stronger our brain. The simple act of exercise increases blood flow and oxygen to your brain, helping it to function optimally. Additionally, the mind can affect the body and help it improve as well. Activities like meditation can help the mind relax, recover, and overcome stress, which can reduce illness and injury in your brain. The two, mind and body, truly are interconnected and should get equal consideration, okay? So here are some easy activities, ladies, that can help build the mind-body connection and a stronger brain. Number one, yoga. Yoga is a form of exercise. It is a practice that brings together the mind and the body. There are wide varieties of different types of yoga practices, each with a unique focus and a unique outcome. Yoga uses breath work to help the body relax and clear the mind, while also using the body work to help strengthen, lengthen, and build muscle. The two activities work together to build a strong mind-body connection. Also, being outdoors is good for the mind and the body. Stimulating the senses by, by being outdoors, ladies, can increase serotonin, We've talked about this before, the hormone responsible for regulating mood and preventing depression. Cardio activities outdoors can improve blood flow, stamina, and increase your mood. Even activities like biking, hiking, camping, or walking on a sunny day with your pet can stimulate the mind-body connection. All right? Also, being competitive is a great way to boost energy and brain power. Organized sports are an excellent way to challenge the mind and the body. Using intellect for strategy and physical fitness for power is a winning combination, ladies. So whether you are competitive with friends or in organized intramural activities, finding a sport you love can improve your brain strength. Okay. So our bodies and our minds are interconnected and they rely on each other for their full potential. Okay. Should I say that again? Our minds and our bodies are interconnected and they rely on each other for their full potential. Being physically fit leads to brain health and emotional fitness. Finding activities, ladies, that stimulate the mind right alongside the body is a win-win. Okay? So let's talk about what kind of things can you keep, can keep the brain strong outside of the things that we just talked about. I want to talk about brain games, okay? Like puzzles. Playing games solo or in groups is a great way, ladies, to also keep your mind active and healthy. If you don't feel social, word puzzles, Sudoku, solitary, and words with friends are all great ways to play independent of other people. 
Okay. Make learning a game. Not all games have to include dice or cards. Learning a new activity is just as powerful for your brain. So, you know, like they say, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. You can teach an old dog new tricks and it's an important part as well. Learning a new activity or language builds the brain and keeps it going. Ladies, our brains are designed to learn new things and the stimulation of learning is healthy and fun. So I encourage you enroll in classes, courses, or join groups or clubs to learn new things. The more variety, the better for your brain. And I'm not talking about, you know, more work stress, more work piled on. I'm doing different projects at my job. I'm talking about getting outside of your day-to-day job activities and finding other fun activities, creative ways to let out steam, like painting, art, ceramics, any of those kind of things. Okay. You can also teach or coach games to others. You don't have to necessarily be the one who's participating, but you also get that great mind stimulation when you teach others and when you coach others. So ladies, the last thing that I want to leave you with is becoming a lifelong learner to prevent mental decline. Okay. Your brain will remain healthy and strong if you keep it stimulated. Okay. Solving problems, learning new things, and consistently challenging your brain will prevent mental decline and it will help keep your brain growing no matter your age. So make lifelong learning part of your commitment to maintaining a strong and healthy brain. Okay. So this is also where I want to talk to you and come in again and show you this is another part of being your number one self-care advocate. Okay. This is where you become a lifelong learner. You want to be curious and you want to learn about your body and you want to learn about your wellness. The more you learn about yourself, ladies, the better connected you are to you, the better you have an understanding of when things are off in your body and when things aren't, and you can point them out little nuances. You will start to notice and you will start, Oh, I I know something's going on. I am really, really in tune with my body. Like I was telling you, I could feel the stress in my gut over the last couple of weeks. I could really feel it. And I knew what was going on. So, you know, you got to recognize those things. Not that you don't want to go get them checked out if you're actually having a lot of symptoms and they're not going away. Yes, I definitely encourage you to always check everything out and just don't call it up to, oh, it's my intuition or it's just, you know, me talking to myself. If you feel that something is off and really off and it's not getting any better with no matter what you do, then yes, definitely go see your medical provider and figure out what it is. But when you understand your body and you're listening to it, you can make shifts to help yourself improve here, there, this way, that way, where you don't necessarily always have to run to the medical person to seek advice. You can sometimes figure it out on your own. Okay. That's where you become your number one self-care advocate. You're advocating for your own health through learning about your own health. So again, I really would love to encourage you and invite you to get on our membership waiting list. It's going to be, we're launching it. I decided I'm going to give myself space and grace, and we're going to launch it in January. Gives us time to really focus on bringing this to you in the way that we really want to, where we want it to be community centered. Like I told you a couple episodes ago, our mission is to empower 100,000 women by 2030 to be their number one self-care advocate. And how we are going to do that is by forming a huge community and joining arms and locking hands with you, the, con- the, the person out there, the woman out there, the consumer, you know, who's trying to be their number one self-care advocate by learning about their body and by being curious. 
And that's exactly what this membership is going to do. We're going to partner with all kinds of different people. We're going to be bringing you topics that are going to be talking about day-to-day wellness, things that you should be knowing about your body. You'll be in groups with like-minded individuals. We're going to be bringing you guests and all kinds of different things. We are just rolling it out and we are going to be bringing it and making improvement along the way. So you're going to want to be in at the ground level. So I encourage you, go to our website, www.wellwomannetwork.com. Look at our membership page and get on the waiting list. It doesn't cost anything to get on the, on the waiting list. You'll get a couple emails. You'll be on a regular newsletter list because I'm not really putting out anything right now, but we're going to start sending out newsletters and updates coming in the next you know couple months. So get on there. And if at the time that you know it opens up, you decide that you don't want to join, being on the, on the guest list or the waiting list, it doesn't force you to join, ladies, okay? Because we're asking you. We're asking you to jump on board with us. We're asking you to become part of our mission. We're asking you to help us reach that goal to get 100,000 women to be their number one self-care advocates. We want to be shouting it from the rooftops. We want to take pictures of you. We want to feature you. We want to hear your stories, but we can't do that if we don't come together. So go to www.wellwomannetwork.com, go to membership and get on the waiting list today. Again, ladies, thank you so very much. Thank you for giving me the grace for being off for the last couple of weeks. Always being here to support me. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends because we're seeing the numbers go up. So it really does help a lot. Go over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Again, hit the follow button and to share this podcast with every woman you know. Just send it to them and say, hey, listen to it. Don't make judgments for other people you know, oh, they wouldn't like this, or they would give everybody a chance to listen and see if they want to become part of our community and like it too. Okay. So today I just want to recap what we went over. We talked about having a healthy brain. We talked about what does it mean to have a brain healthy at every age? Then we talked about some top foods that build stronger brains. Then we moved into strong body, strong brain, the mind body connection and how important that is. Then we talked about brain games to keep your brain healthy and strong And then we talked about it's never too late to build a strong brain and to become a lifelong learner. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that it blessed you this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go follow us, share the podcast, leave us a rating review. Come follow us over at Well Woman Network on Instagram. Join our group at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. We're doing October Fest is this entire month where we're giving, putting a Crock-Pot recipe in there every day for the month of October. So by the end, you should have 30 Crock-Pot recipes, healthy that is, to last you all through the fall and winter season. All right, ladies, until next week, may God richly bless your life, love you, and bye for now.